Hi there. Welcome to the first edition of NigeriaGunners.com podcast called Gunner Hub. This is a platform where Arsenal fans in Nigeria get to talk about the club we love. This podcast will be available every Friday on our website. Thanks for joining us. Now let's go straight to business. My name is Muyiwa. As you know, I'm an Arsenal fan. So that's, uh, that's just about it. I love Arsenal. I think about Arsenal and I breathe about Arsenal. In a matter of days, the club we love will be going to battle. And where this turns out, or what this turns out to be, remains to be seen. Arsene Wenger is no longer going to be the manager. And for the first time, all through my years of supporting Arsenal, this is the first time I'm going to see a managerial change. And this is a very, very, very big one. Come forward, Unai Emery. This is a baptism of fire you're going to face. You don't know what's coming at you. I am aware you have a Twitter account. Man, if you're listening to this, you had better delete that Twitter account because you're not going to need it anymore. You've never seen what Arsenal fans are like. You've never seen it. You might have been fooled by the welcome you've received. But man, you are going to have to delete that Twitter account in a matter of days. This is gonna up and I'm excited to be here. Joining me in the studio this morning are two lovely Arsenal fans. This morning we are going to talk about everything related to Arsenal from the transfer that we just had. We are going to review uh, the business done by the club. We are going to preview our match against Man City and then we are going to talk about Arsenal's prospects for the new season. I'm going to give the mic to the guests, to my uh, colleagues in the studio this morning because they are not guests. They are going to be regular on this show and they would introduce themselves. Okay, let's do this. Good day, everyone. Um, my name is Sodik, and um, I'm an Arsenal fan. I'm happy to be here today. All right, let's do this. Good day, good day, everybody. This is Tariq Alausa. You all know me as Hybrid Arsenal to on Twitter. I'm glad and good to be here. We are here to discuss about Arsenal. And I'm very, very sure that all those bands, all those write-ups you guys have been writing about against Unai Emery, I believe that... You are going to tell it at the end of the season. I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we are not going to tell you not to prepare the bands. Please, uh, prepare those drafts. Prepare those drafts. Prepare those drafts. Drafts are meant to be prepared and drafts are meant to be deleted, right? Yes. Exactly, um, exactly. Guys, let's go straight to the business. This one, the transfer window was uh, closed yesterday. Yes. 5 p.m. Well, yesterday. It is, um, it is no longer news that in England... Players can no longer make um, transfers. In fact, it was agreed last season that the transfer window should close before the start of the season. Clubs have done some businesses and our own club is not left behind. We've uh, done, to my knowledge, some fantastic businesses. Uh, we brought we brought in this dude from Juve to, uh, to, to serve as a backup or as a challenger. No, let me say backup. As a challenger to Hector Bellerin. We brought in uh, we brought in Socrates from um, from Dortmund. We brought in this. Uh, we brought, we brought in someone like we brought in uh, Lucas Torreira from Sandoria and a player I called I call up uh, Kenny G. <laughs> Kenny G. Matthew Genduzi. Gwen. I listened to um, Asblog and it was um, it said something about the pronunciation. It said 
uh, it's not Wendozi, that it is Gendozi, whatever. Yes. We are Nigerians, we don't care about phonetics. <laughs> we are, so I'm just going to go with what is convenient with, um, to me. Um, we sign Matteo Gendozi and then and then we signed a, a, a uh, goalkeeper Leno. in Leno. Uh, we, we've also seen some outgoings. We saw uh, the departure of Santi Cazola, even though Shuba that's... Home. Even though that um, is very painful, we saw the um, the, the, the the departure of Jack Wishie, Chubakpom has never really Joe Campbell. He has never really impressed in international shirt. Lucas Perez. Lucas Perez has left. Lucas Perez left for West Ham yesterday. Uh, generally, guys, what would you say about our business for uh, our business for the season? In the in 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 they just completed transfer window. Okay. Well. Um, I'll give us nice seven, and the reason why I'm giving us nice seven is because we have dealt with the, um, with the with the issues we've been having, season in, season out. First up is the goalkeeper. We've been crying for a goalkeeper to either challenge or displace Peter Check. Ospina is good, but he has not been good enough to displace Peter Check. And then we we have been crying out for a new defender. It's not as if um, Koscielny isn't good or Mustafi, but we all know what Mustafi can bring to the table on his day. We know how um, how aero prone he is. And thankfully, um, we have Socrates who is, um, who is old and experienced. Um, uh, are you... Well, okay, continue. Don't let me interrupt. <laughs> I think I have an idea why you want to interrupt. The thing is, um, whether we like it or not, Socrates is experienced. Yes, it's like too much for my liking, but then I believe with time. You get a grip I on feel, things. I feel we've, we've, we've signed uh, a Matisaka 2.0 <laughs> in Socrates. If, if, if yeah, and some will, say, some will say Mustafi 2.0. If you see it that way, because um, like you rated us not 7 over 10, I would give them 5 over 10. Um, because um, there's one thing identifying the weak spots in your team, and there's another thing plugging those O's with the right players out. When you look at um, Pep Guardiola when he came two seasons ago, he identified the weak spots in his team and he changed massively. He pumped money massively to change them because um, when we look at the outgoings and we look, when we look at the incomings, the margin of quality is not that much. Um, no, no, I, I won't agree with that. The thing is, we can't we can resolve all the issues in a single transfer window. It's going to take time. Guardiola, like you said, took him two seasons before he got what he wanted. First, first off, he bought Bravo. Then secondly, but um, no, no, and, no. and, and over a billion. No, exactly. I, no, I, so that's why I'm saying seven. Like no, we got we got these players in early enough. No, it's not. The, I'm not talking about the money now. I'm looking at the quality wise in plugging those holes because um, when we talk out, you talked about um, the goal, the goalkeeping position, trying to get in new keepers because our keepers are error prone, stuff like that. When you look at um, we don't know. Leno might improve when he gets to Arsenal. But I believe at this stage, Arsenal shouldn't be looking at improving a player. A player should improve a club because when you look at um, Ben Leno's statistics, he's error prone. When, no, I'm coming because when you look at, um, because like, um, when you look at his, um, his statistics for like two, three, four, five seasons, because I did a piece on it, his um, penalty save, out of 27 penalties that he faced, he only saved one. When you look, he is um when you look when when Schmidt, when he was signed as um, Liverpool's coach, 
he had problem with Lenny because um the way he played his own football, playing from the back, really affected um Leno's um because if you are saying you are signing a goalkeeper, we are looking for a goalkeeper that is better than Peter Sheck, okay. that is better than um you know. Ospina and Martinez, and I will tell you point blank, there's no there's no difference between if you three of me, them. Since Leno came in, at least he has been able to challenge Peter Check to up his game. His yes, I've been, of course, well, I, you, understand. You, 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 I understand. You 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 wouldn't you wouldn't know that really. He is here to play a competitive game a competitive for the club, game. so you wouldn't. Then um, please, I I would want to ask because I'm not too convinced. Um, well. What I want us to do is let's take a look at the signings we've made one by one and then let's see if what we brought in would improve our um the position in which we have brought them in for. For um for starter, is um Ben Lennon capable of displacing Petrushek in goals? Of course he can, he can. Since because he's still young, he's a young goalkeeper. We have new coaches at Arsenal and um new ways of doing things from the old past um, like myself and some of my friends that we normally say then that it's not as if we don't have good players in Arsenal. The problem we have they have was um attitude problem, attitudinal problem. And they were too relaxed. They were too relaxed because of the because of the coach. Because of his father figure, he doesn't really scold them like that. We always say that in Mourinho or Pep Guardiola, this same Arsenal team that Wenger couldn't really win much with them. If they could if they can handle this Arsenal team, we are we are very sure that they will win something. If they don't win the league, they will win something in Europe. But now that we have a new coach with new ways of doing things, we believe that Leno will improve. We believe that he will improve. So, so um, your 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 um, conclusion My is conclusion that, that they will Ben Lennon will would, improve. Well, I that is still up for debate, really. Would know more because honestly, we don't know what Nigeria has in mind. We don't know who is going to be his first choice goalkeeper yet, but everything is still pointing towards Petrček being the first because choice. Because even the preseason that we played, uh, Leno's team made some errors, some unforced errors. Let me put that unforced errors that ordinary primary school goalkeeping should shouldn't happen. But even David De Gea did it at the World Cup, so okay. I won't really blame him for that. Well, that one is known for his theatrics. It's not. It's not that spectacular to me. <laughs> so um, Ben Lennon. If you're going to if you're if you're going to um, if you're going to rate him, if you're going to rate him on a scale of one to ten, uh, or what 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 would you give him? I'll still give him five five over ten for now. So that 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 see if we are if we are if we are giving him five over ten, six over ten, then that means we've not really done anything to our, to, to the goalkeeping position. No. So while while I'm giving him five over ten because um when you look at Peter Check, most of the goals Peter Check um concedes near near post goals. Maybe because of old age, agility, and um, but everything. Go, go, goalkeepers are meant to get better with age. With age. age. A, a typical example is Edwin Van der Sar. And um, Edwin Van der Sar improved. You know, In fact, perform, uh-huh. perform and uh-huh. even 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 um, Casillas. Goalkeepers are meant to get better. See, one thing I'm going to say is I think what contributed to um, Peter Cech's um, bad performance last season really. Is the fact that the team wasn't really doing well. See, if you're if you're if you have a you're as good as the defense in front of you. Exactly. You are good as the defense in front of you. We were not convincing not convincing exactly. That's why I still have in, issue in defense. With, um, so Bolt still an Arsenal coach. <laughs> Explain because since since Bolt came back to Arsenal, is um the positional play for our defenders has been somehow lacking. 
But there was a time we were doing well defensively. There was a time we were doing well defensively. Even last season, there was a time we kept... Um, I think there was a starter I saw. And we compromised on our attacking play. There was, well, for me, for me, the thing is this. I understand that Leno didn't do too well last season. But whether we like it or not, he's an excellent goal stopper. And I really, really believe that he A good goal stopper, not excellent. That's why, <laughs> if, if he was excellent, he would have gone to the World Cup. Well, yes, you have a point there. But the thing is, he would displace Pikachek, I am sure. And, I'm also sure of that. And fine, it was only precision, but it's from, um, there's this Yoruba adage that says that um, you only know it could Saturday from Friday. So, with what I saw during the training clips that um, was released by the club, um, club and um, the few matches I've been able to watch, I think it's all good. The goalkeeping so, so, uh, position... Well, we all know some, actually some, some, some players don't actually like training. But when they come to the pitch on match day, they are a beast. As a player, you have to. You have you to. Don't have you, you don't have a choice. That's why you get to come. Yeah, 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 you are a professional, no, no, so you have to. No, it's true. Actually, I'm just bringing out the exceptions. That we have some players they don't really like training, but when match day, like um, this Argentine guy that played for West Ham and Manchester United, Carlos Tevez, it's well known that he doesn't really like training. But when match day comes, he's a beast. Defenders, defenders, they fear him. They, they are always scared to. Have, Mark him because they know that within a trickle of an eye, they don't know what he will do. Anyway, as far as I'm concerned, um, Leno coming in was um, cute business for us, and I'm um, even Socrates. Yes, I have my doubts concerning him. Socrates, as Socrates has not been, I have my he doubts, has, he hasn't but been impressive to me, of course. Of course. Look at look at the preceding game against uh, Chelsea, Hector Bellerin was being roasted as an experienced defender. I, I wouldn't know if you guys saw the game. Hector Bellerin was being roasted by this young guy, um, Otsin Odoi. He was roasted as um, there was no protection for him. And um, there was no protection coming from him, for, for him, from the player in front of him on the right flank. I believe as an experienced defender, um, Socrates, uh, Socrates should, uh, should have, you know, organized that, de that defense more. In, in, in our defense on that day, is the most experienced player. Is the most experienced player, and after that, I think uh, 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 Mustafi and uh, what's the call and uh, what's the other guy in this beast? Uh, Kola, yeah, Kolasinac. So I believe. I'm, well, let me just let me just um, go straight to the point. I I don't think we've done a good business signing Socrates, and I think Unai Emery has um, has really uh, got it wrong. Loaning Chambers. Chamber. I don't know if you guys share the same sentiment because based on that preceding game, fine preseason might not really tell us much. Might not really tell us let much. Me chip in. Let me chip in one or two things. I don't think, um, fine, the club would have loaned Chambers with his approval anyway, but I don't think it's all about him now. And then the thing is this uh, there are two sets of people in this world. There are those that think um, what ought to be and those that believe in what is. And more of a um, what is kind of person. Fine, I believe you should have gone for someone like Benatia or even Godin had um, 2 million, two million uh, 20 million rather as his release clause. We didn't go for someone like that. Fine, we got him Socrates. I'm not really happy with him as a player, but then, yeah, I understand, I know. Get convincing him to come and all that. But fine, we have Socrates. Let's look at the positives. Of course, he's an addition to the team, whether negative or positively. But then, with time, we'll get to see and we'll be able to, you know, Pass a better judgment. I, on think, I think I have to share with um, 
Mira's sentiment because uh, when you look at the pattern that Buna um, Mary is going to deploy, and when you look at uh, a Guardiola team, they play a kind of a pressing game, mm-hmm. and you need agile and fast defenders to play such game because by the time you are pressing your opponent, when you lose ball, if you have a good opponent that plays counter-attacking football, if you don't have good defenders that will track back easily. There's nothing you are playing. Exactly. You have, you've, and, you've exposed, and, um, you've exposed your goalkeeper. What, what I think is, Socrates doesn't strike me as the kind of um, defender who has the game-reading ability of Premier Tasaka. Exactly. He doesn't strike me as that kind of defender. And he's not fast. So to me, I think I think we've scored Anungu. If you look at the if you look at the problem if you look at the problem we've been having in the past, when you look at Matisaka and Kusheni, anytime we are playing. We concede less goal. Exactly. Why? Because Masaka always serves as the foil for Kosheni. Kosheni will always push forward. Masaka will stay back. When when Kosheni when, when, when will pushes sweep, forward, Masaka will sweep. But when you look at Kosheni and Mustafi, same style, style of playing play. footballer. They always want to go. The way they mark is kind of erratic because once Kosheni loses the ball, Mustafi he doesn't know how to run very well. Before he chases back, I think it affected us. Really last because there were some look at the game against Manchester United. Exactly. <laughs> Once Kosheni loses the ball, there's nothing Mustafi is going to do because Mustafi is, were... going, along. Mustafi is going along with him. And when you're now looking at Mustafi and um, Socrates, I think we signed almost the same player that we say we don't want in the team again. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit faster because when you look at the way the map, Socrates I, I, will move. I, I want to believe the manager knows what. That's what I'm saying. Let's get it. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, I like all managers. All managers know what they are doing. 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 All managers know we are finishing well, well, behind them. It's no a, it's a, it's like it, you, you normally it's, have like it's a, it's, now. It's a, it, I believe I believe those ones were played. Um, normal normal activities would resume this uh, this season. I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic. I'm I'm optimistic. optimistic. Now let's let's take a look at the right back at the uh, at the right back position. We brought in St- uh, Stefan Leichsteiner. <laughs> I believe um I believe that's a good piece of business from us now because um. Even though I won't want to close my it's, eyes, it's, to the it's, it's not. It's, it's not a signing for the future. It's not a signing it's, for the future. It's a signing no. for now. Because um, same with Socrates. No, 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 no. I won't. I won't say. They are meant no, to steady the I won't say same now. with Socrates. Why? I would, and I will give you the reason why. When you look at um, when you look at the positions now, they are quite different. There are some things that you can get away with at the right wing back at the flank that you can't get away with at the at, at the center of the, of, of the pitch. When you look at um, like Chesna, like we're saying now. Um, when you look at, I won't close my eyes to the age though, even though he's 34 years of age. When you look at Daniel Alves, when Juventus brought him, almost the same age when Juventus brought him. When he got to Juventus, he played very well. It was Alves and Lechesna trying to get into the team. Even though sometimes Quadrado plays at right back before he plays at seven and so like that. When you look at Bellerin, he has his growth has stunted a little bit. He needs someone, a seasoned professional, a seasoned winner, who has seen it all in the world of football, club level wise. Wait, let me ask you: Is um, Litsteiner coming to uh, take over from Bellerin, or is coming as a backup? Both. He's coming to do an, an hybrid. He's coming to do an hybrid duty. In some games that we need experience, he would 
play. Let Bellerin, let Eto watch. Well, I can't. This I can't. 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 I I have to take my shirt back for me. So what does this what um signing Listina? What does uh what does uh what does that mean for um Jackinson? Jackinson oh, to me he doesn't have a future in that. Even without the signing of Listina, I don't think Jackinson has a place in um in the team anymore. Because even as even Iranians will even play right back before Jackinson. Because, <laughs> because there was a time Jackinson was doing well really. There up was time front, was doing, he, not defensively up front. Even defensively, he 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 he, he had this nasty injury and then. Unfortunately for him, Wenga is gone. So there would be nobody to Ramsey had an injury and he's back. Because how how the guy how the guy uh, kept surviving every transfer window is still beyond me. I saw I saw I saw a picture this morning where the guy was posing. He always go alone, so you always survive. Shibabom has been surviving also. He has been surviving, surviving till he went this season. And we still have a lot of academic graduates that they need to just leave then us I, now. Then I, I don't know. I, I also feel we should have brought in a left back. I'm not too, I'm not, I'm not too convinced um, about the fitness. We didn't really plan that well because um, I'm were, not too convinced about the they fitness were, of. Um, they were backing on Monreal and um and um, and, and um, because I was expecting Koel Brahma. Koel Brahma to. I believe he, I think he has gone on loan. I think he has gone back on loan. I was expecting that they would retain the boy, let him play with the first team for a little while, let him learn a little bit. We are saying he's, he's too young, he's too young. When did um Jakushel got into the Arsenal team? When did Aaron Ramsey got into the Arsenal team? Where did where did Fabregas got into the Arsenal team? In KTA is out, he's in the Arsenal team. You build them, look sure. How old was he when he was playing for Southampton? He was starting. That was what Manchester United saw before they bought him. Mm, oh, Chamberlain, the same thing. You have to believe but in them and build them. Even though he's not good enough, at least if he plays with the senior team, he learns and he improves more. Look at all these young boys that I've mentioned. It was because they played with. From Fabricas was there when no, Vieira was yeah, there. Oh, Denusi was there. Um, we had the uh, Gibato Silva, mm-hmm. we were there and he learned from them. Even he was even playing. I, I, I think I remember 2006. He even played against Juventus or so. Yeah. And he against played, yeah, against, against Vieira. Against yes, Vieira. Yes, yes, against yeah, Vieira. Vieira. It was because he has been playing when Vieira was there. He was learning from them, and that was what. Well, I think. I think. I think our problem now is we are we we are after fast glory. I don't think as, I don't think Arsenal fans are. At that patient contented enough. or at that uh, patient is the is the word to give young players a chance again. Okay, look at these um Fulham youngster that we're just discussing. Sesegno. 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 How old is Sesegno? Mm-hmm. He was virtually the best player in the championship last exactly. season. And he was and he was a left back. A left back <laughs> and this guy is coming to the premiership and I'm expecting good things from him. Forget the team that he's going to play for. He's he's playing for Fulham. This guy is going to be. Uh, there was yeah, there was a time we were linked to him anyway. Yeah, so that's I, what I'm saying. I was about that, that's what I'm saying. That I don't think Tottenham was, Tottenham was even linked to him. Look at Jack Grealish. Are we just knowing Jack Grealish? I've known this Grealish guy for the past two, three seasons. Jack Grealish is overhyped, so I'm, I'm, not, that, I'm not. That is expected. Being an Englishman, yeah, that is expected. Is that is expected. Imagine a Lucas Perez going for 4.5 million and a Jack and a Danny Webber 
people pricing that like pepper on the market 15 million 20 million look, look at look at look at danny ings danny, danny ings also danny ings also went for i think he has left liverpool right yes, yes he, has he went for he, 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 he loan i think he went on i loan. saw something i saw something like um he, he would be going for a fee around 20 million imagine so and the guy has scored just three goals for liverpool imagine look at lucas Pella has scored 27 goals between going one injury or the other and so stuff like I, that I, I i don't know well that's a topic for so another to day. me Stefan is a good business for Arsenal. Then, just um, to improve Hector Bellerin. Then the um, I think the best bit of business we did this transfer window is the signing of Lucas Torreira, because we've 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 been club we've been clamoring for a a, 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 a DM that would um, shoot that would the shoot defense. the defense. And I think I don't know if you agree with this, but I think um, Lucas Torreira is going to um, bring out the best in Granite. Exactly, in Granit exactly, exactly. And then, um, if if he could um, do it as diligently as he did when he was at Sampdoria, I think we are in for a treat, really. Although, um, considering the last game, I'm not too, I'm, I'm not sure he, he, he impressed in the last game against Lazio, but that can be expected. That was his first game for the club since coming back from the World Cup. So, uh, I think we can all agree that that is a good um, bit of business. Yes, yeah, as in this marvelous piece of business because um, I think um, then um, Gilberto Silva was the last fantastic proper DM. proper DM that we had last in Arsenal. Even though Denison tried the penultimate season, be Denison using Arsenal that he played almost okay. every game in that season. Where even it was even, the best. It was our best even, 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 Ale- even Alex Song a was, little bit. Okay, yeah. And then Francis, Francis, Francis Coquelin. Okay. Yeah, Francis Coquelin was the last. I wouldn't I would really classify him as the proper. His partnership GM. with Kazula would, would have been the best thing to happen to us. Even when Kazula was, even when Kazula was playing, he was a, he was playing a bit ahead of Kazula in front. Kazula was the one staying back, doing the DM job. With the the, the tricostera I think, I think, style I think, of play, I think Wenger also has Wenger also has he has, um, a blame. has, a, has to take part of the blame uh, concerning Francis concerning Francis Coquelin because there was a time Wenger was talking about um, utilizing him as a box to box midfielder. So when you when you mention that kind of player, see Coquelin is not is not a skillful player. I yeah. was even I was even ah, I was is, even is he not skillful? He's not. He's not. I was even surprised when he was doing some stepovers in the game against Chelsea. I remember, I remember. Yes, I was yes, like, yes, wow, yes. so this guy has got this in his locker. Yeah. But I think when I'm going to blame Wenger, really, then I think um, Copeland also didn't really up his game. Exactly. You, should, you, sh- you shouldn't be a player that is comfortable with playing beside just one player. Yeah. Fine, you might say himself and um, Kazola complemented each other, of which they did. It was when both of them played together that we were able to get our season back on track that year. Yeah, exactly. And the game that actually eroded um, their, 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 their um, combo was um, the game against Man City that we won 2-0. Yeah, that really, 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 really performed in that game. So, I think in Lucas Torreira we are getting, we are getting um, a, very, a, very, a, very good, a very good game. And the fact that we did that business early is also a plus. Because if we had waited till after the World Cup, I'm not sure we'll be getting the guy. Yes, yes, yes. You are very right. You are very right. And considering the fact that Napoli wanted him as well. Exactly. So, so I think I think um, we cannot agree that that position has um, has has been the Something. has been sorted. At least he's he's too young. He's about 22 or 23 or so. So, if um, well, let's just say. If he does well for us in the next three, four, five years, he might be leaving. If, if big clubs if like don't win anything, if right. clubs like Real Madrid come come I'm come calling, calling. <laughs> so well, let's let's just um, leave it at that. Now, 
um, attacking wise, we've not made any signing, and I think uh, we are. Good. We did our signing early in early in the early in January, early this year in January, mm-hmm. and I think we are okay in that department a little bit. But Danny Welbeck still an Arsenal player, even though I like Danny very well, but the output is not really encouraging. It's not, it's not really encouraging. Apart from exactly. his work rates, I don't think Danny has anything so far. I'm sorry for yes. the actual though. No, it's, well, it's just well. it's expected because um, well, I, expected. I I like I like Robert too. I like I like the fact that he has the, this work rate to uh, to make up for his lack of goal scoring um, what's it called um, prowess. But then I don't know. Although there are some people that there are there 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 are there are some school of thought that believe he shouldn't be playing for a club like Arsenal. Exactly. The serious <laughs> team shouldn't. The serious team like Arsenal. If if, have, if, um, if we are going to if, if we are going to say that there there are some players that shouldn't really be at Arsenal. Okay. Look at let okay let's look, let's take um, let's digress. It. Let's look at Liverpool. Look at what Liverpool the kind of business Liverpool has done. Despite the fact that they, they can easily they can easily bring a Firmino out, they can easily bring a money out. They have um someone like um this yeah, they brother. Have, they have stories. They have, they have stories. They have Chamberlain. That can, now they are getting Shakiri. Mm-hmm. A seasoned performer. Well, Shakiri is not going to be a starter in that team. No, we are not saying he's a starter. As in, you having That's a good first team. But if option A doesn't work well, option B, if, okay, with his work rate. Imagine a Lacazette playing 60-65 minutes, not having a shot on target, and you are removing him, you are subbing him for a well bet. <laughs> <laughs> what do you expect? Uh, Will you get a goal? Well, Danny Welbeck, to me, was having a brilliant season. He was oh, l- Let me not use the term brilliant. He was having a good season sometimes last year before he had another freak injury that, that left him out of the team. And coming back, before he could... Um, Regain. I was even surprised they went to the World Cup really because left to me it didn't really do much. I was not, I was not surprised because our because of the approach Arsenal agenda. Why would why would England go to World Cup without an Arsenal player? Considering so, that they even dropped to Asia. Exactly. So Asia. I was not I was Asia. I was not even surprised. I was very happy. Mm. I was even sad that it was only just an just one single Arsenal player that could make that squad. Because <laughs> I don't think anything stops um Sam Chambers from going to the World Cup. Nothing stops him. If a Dev could go to the World Cup. <laughs> So on uh, on a on a scale of one to ten, I think on the transfer front we can give our team a, a rating of seven or eight. So in just one, I'm, we'll I'm still adamant on my six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still adamant on my six. No, but look look at the bright side. We got. Um, yes, I'm looking at the. Uh, yes, I'm looking at the bright side. That's what I'm. Ah, I, 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 I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. This is the guy. Is um is display is the one is the one for the future. Is display during the um, yeah, during the precision because yeah, I I read something up in the in our WhatsApp group that um we bought someone that has a little bit of Vieira a little bit of um Jiba to Siva because um I watched all his games during the preseason and there was something even has a bit of Zaka in it because there was something I watched in the guy. Because of the he, way he could spray passes, he goes, 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 he goes to the front. Well, of I'm the not, defense. I'm not, I'm not going to um, follow that hype wagon really. I think we should. No, I'm not. No, I'm not hyping. I'm just trying to talk about the way his game is modeled towards. Because he approaches the center half, he gets the ball, one two touches, he knows where he wants to send the ball to. He knows. Who I've seen a lot there. of comparison, and I've seen a lot of tweets from Arsenal fans saying. Uh, now we have um, Genduzi. What do we need? Um, 
more uh, Neni for and stuff no, like I that. Think, Come I mean, on. He also has the same because Oops. when we wanted to sign El Neni there, people were going to um, YouTube to watch videos, exceptional video. Because when El Neni came, I, I that don't was know, but, but me, but this guy is actually, me, the guy I is rate, actually. Good. I I rate El Neni and I don't see I don't see Genzuzi um, getting into the team ahead of El Neni. Mm. Yeah, is not that strong. Um, not that strong. Defensively, he gets um, pushed over um, one twice well, or more. Well, he needs to. Yeah, I agree. He needs to um, add a little bit of physicality to his game. Exactly. But he's, he's just to uh, come on. They they they, they, they have mean, We have we much. have we have many competitions to play this season. So exactly. I'm seeing for probably the league the cup and then europa league europa league and then we should not rule out injuries so. exactly exactly the guy is actually a good footballer if 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 god forbid injury strikes early and then the guy comes in and then he takes his player i don't see anybody displacing him that's it no before you come to that statement let's who which position is he going to play because there are some positions that no matter how good he plays, he's going to play as when a the leader. when the original owner of that no, position comes back, he will sit down. He's going, he's going to play as a he's going to play as a central midfielder. Because if he's playing as a DM and someone like Torreira comes, comes back, back Torreira will play, everybody play ahead of him. Exactly. Of he, he, he just he like he don't sign players. It's just it's just it's just like saying um Ramsey when Ozil is injured, Ramsey is playing in the Ozil role and Ozil comes back and tell you say okay Ozil should sit for Ramsey. It's not possible. The best thing because. I, I, because there's something I noticed about Ramsey. Anytime we play an attacking team, when Wenger was still there, anytime we play an attacking team, and he plays towards the right of the midfield, he plays that position very well because um, his um, positional discipline comes out very well. Ramsey stays on that right hand side. He supports Bellerin. He supports the midfield. Because someone there was there was a discussion I was having with someone last week. The person was saying um, we should get Yaya Toure. He's faster. He's this that. I was like, Come on, what? Three seasons ago, we yeah, played Yaya Toure. Wait, three ah. seasons ago, we played Manchester that we won at Etihad. Of course. Also, no, we won at the Emirates and uh, Jamie Caragas. Ramsey, Ramsey dispossessed Yaya Toure in the middle of the park, mm-hmm. and that dispossession led to a goal. And I was like, I couldn't even catch. Ramsey has pace. There's difference between you running and there's difference between you moving with the ball. Quickly. Ramsey can move with the ball. It's only when he wants to become stupid that's when he loses the ball. <laughs> that you look, you, you have options on your side, but because he wants to take, he wants to take that glory, he goes for goal. He loses the ball. He holds his head. I, I'm like, what's wrong with you? You are stupid. Pass this ball. Let's move forward. <laughs> Come on. Um, and I think Arsenal is improving in the way they release the ball this season. Their uh, transmission is kind of a very fast. The position that I've watched, our transition is kind of very well, fast. Well, um, we're not going to um, deny the fact that towards the latter end of Arsene Wenger's reign, um, Arsenal stagnated. That's a in, bit. That is a known It stagnated a bit. But then, um, I'm not, I'm not going to um, dwell too much on talking about Arsene Wenger because I believe he's in the past. Is in the past. Now, um, Unai. Unai, uh, Unai Emery has taken over from Arsene Wenger. Um, do you see him? Uh, do you think he has what it takes to um, withstand the pressure in quotes from the English media? You know, um, when <clears throat> Wenger was Wenger was a master when it comes to taking pressure of his player, taking pressure the media throws at them, at, at them put, putting everything about the club on him. Do you see um, what's it called uh, Unai Emery as someone who has what it takes to take that kind of pressure in the English Premier League? Mm, of course, he's not a rookie manager. 
he has coached um, in several places before now. So definitely, don't forget he went to France with um, managed PSG and he didn't win. Mm-hmm. He didn't win um, the league in his first season, despite the fact that everyone believed he should have won. Mm-hmm. So I believe, though I'm not too sure, but I believe um, I believe he would have been um, crucified by the media back then. Well, so far I like the way he has been handling himself in front of the media, mm-hmm. trying to speak English despite um, not having a good command of the language. Mm-hmm. At least it shows um, what he's made of. Mm-hmm. So I think um, he handled himself he pretty do, uh, well. Yeah. What's your take? I share, I share the same sentiment. Um, you know, Emery is not a small coach. Um, his work in, at Sevilla is enough to show us that, okay, even though he didn't really win the league in, with Sevilla, but he actually won trophies in Europe with Sevilla. I think back to back three, three times. Three. So that's actually a good um, CV for a manager. And um, going to PSG and um, winning, even though he's a, let's say, a reserve league to big teams in Europe, mm-hmm. PSG. With um, the pressure that comes with um, managing a big club like that, um, managing Neymar, Cavani, and um, um, Mbappe, and because um, there was actually something I saw from him last season, because the way he was able to manage the incident that happened between between Neymar, Cavani, Cavani and Neymar. Neymar, so that shows that even if some because he won't be facing. Only the English media alone. Mm. If you're facing Arsenal fans, exactly. Like we're saying, you know, no, in my introduction, I said he has to delete. He has to delete his Twitter account. When things are not going well, so let's say first few months will determine whether he'll be able to handle the pressure or not. Because if someone like Mourinho can handle the English press. Well, Mourinho is an expert at um, putting blames on others. I wouldn't want to manage. Someone like Mourinho can manage, even though in a negative way. Mourinho is managing the English press in a negative way. If he can manage the English press, you know, Mary, like when guys, when guys, when guys always throw out cryptic words, mm-hmm. cryptic messages. So he will give you guys an assignment. <laughs> you want to come and. At what Wenger is doing, but you give an assignment, mm. just go and look okay, What do you think? I'm that's why you only see speculation when Wenger was there speculation, speculation, speculation because Wenger would not say anything. Mm. But if, as far as the Mary, since he has started, he hasn't really thrown anything like that. Any so the season starts, well, and we start well, looking at mind games. The, the, pre- the, pre- the, pre- the pressure has not begun yet, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't know what. Well, I, I'm curious, I'm curious. Let's see what our next few games um, would bring to the club, and then let's see how he's going to handle himself. Because I, if um, results go away, we might not see what is made of it. Say, for instance, we beat, um, we beat um, Manchester City, Chelsea. beat Chelsea, we beat West Ham. Well, all will be well. No, I don't know. No, no, the time will come when things will really go well. Whether it goes well or not, the likes, we'll the likes of DT, the likes of DT, and as far as you see them, they will say. Okay, this guy is I was surprised at the way they were scapegoating um, Ozil at the World Cup. Despite the fact that guy was one of their best performers because he doesn't even run around like um, like a headless chicken. Exactly. I was you surprised. Are, I was like, you like, are you guys supporters or you're just you, you just say everything to anything that will just um, give you guys eat? Come no, on. They just need ratings. That's expected. When fan channels need ratings. They do things that fans wants to hear. Mm. That's what they would do. So you expect them that they, that's what they do for fun. Imagine a DT that will always disassemble that 
it was I think it was part of the first set of people that took a uh, picture with Tasmanian when he was in um, in Russia. Of course, people are now asking. So, exactly. Now. Same with Ian Wright. He always this Ian Wright, but. Not when he, he was at the program last season, that right, right, he was there. He was part of the first set of people that had to, he was snapping, he was despair. I was like, Why well, you guys are hypocritical? If you want to insult or if you want to criticize, criticize, don't speak from two sides of your mouth. Mm, you, you, can't, you, can't, you can't be here, you can't be there. Exactly. You have, you have, you have to choose know, a side. Let's know. That's what I always say. I'll always be an AKB, whatever you want to say. I send no because this is what we are now facing now. Like I said, I wouldn't want us to um, draw much on our yes, because this is what we are facing now. now uh, is buying, buying our season starts. Let's see how it goes. Our season starts on, on, um, Sunday. on Sunday, 4 p.m. with a with a, with a game to Man City. Well, um, we're going to head over to our guy, Michael Emian Van, for the match preview. And after that, we'll um, return to have a further discussion about the competitions we'll be having for the season. Stay with us. And that is it. After weeks of wait, the Premier League finally returns with Una Henry facing a baptism of fire in his first game as Arsenal's manager. The Gunners are up against the defending champions of the league, Manchester City. Arsenal will be hoping to start the season on a positive note at home against champions, Manchester City. New manager Una Henry will particularly want to make a statement against Pep Guardiola. The manager has never won a competitive game against. However, Emery has spent the most part of the preseason drilling his players and of course infusing in them his footballing philosophies and ideas to help them become a better team. There were a lot of positives in the preseason and with the seamless induction of young players like um, Emily um, Roy Smith and Mavio Gwendozi. Mavio Gwendozi seems to be the revelation of the preseason and it remains to be seen how he would be inducted into the Arsenal team going into this new season. However, um, Emery probably go into Sunday's game and by extension the rest of the season uh, with the fact that he had time to work well with most of his players who were not on World Cup duties for their national teams. This could be crucial for the new manager in charge to bring back the glory days of our dear football club Arsenal. But the fact that um, uh, talking about the tactical progress of uh, Unai Emery in sharp contrast to Asavenga is successful, you can expect the Gunners not to shy away from, the, from taking the game um, to Guardiola's men. Talking about Manchester City, no one seems to be reminded of how Guardiola's team blew everyone out of the title race last year and of course I'm last season. And they are huge favourites going into this match. The tradition cutting razor to top flight season in England talking about the community sheet game against Manchester City and Chelsea was an indication that uh, Guardiola's team uh, will still be the team to beat this season. City showed against Chelsea that they are going to continue from where they left off last season. So we can't expect their game against Arsenal to be a mouth-watering encounter. For Arsenal, um, Manchester Nice is set to start at left back with um, Nacho Maria and Sierra Kulasinac both out injured. And Ramsey faces a fight um, to be fit for this game while Lorek Oshieni continues his rehabilitation from last season's Achilles injury. Manchester City, uh, meanwhile, on the other hand, are set to be without Ryan Sterling. David Silva and Kevin De Bruyne after their World Cup holidays. 
Emerick Am Laporte uh, is a doubt uh, which means Sam John Stones will have a chance to start after being in and out of the team last season. So it promises to be a very, very interesting game when Arsenal faced up Manchester City at the Emirates on Sunday, 4 p.m. Nigerian time. And for Una Henry, of course, is a chance to start this season. The bank, a quick reminder that Una Henry has got a really very, very important and uh, first three games for, for him as Arsenal manager. First is against the Manchester City on Sunday, where um, on Saturday next week he will see him face uh, Chelsea while uh, he's going to have his first and um, second London derby, talking about facing West Ham in the third game of the season. So the first three games for Una Henry are crucial at this point, but as it stands, then it's said in football that we um, have to look forward to the next game. Now, Mike for that um, wonderful match preview and um, thanks to everyone for still um, locking it down on this um, podcast. I still have in the studio with me um, at KS Stream and um, I breathe as not too Sadiq and um, Taurid. Before we went on the on the match preview break uh, we were talking about uh, Unai and Mary and um, we're going to uh, take a new dim- dimension now Right now, I want us to look at how Arsenal would line up under this man. Uh, we know he would be having a little bit of headache when it comes to team selection because there are quite a lot of options to choose from, most especially in the front line. Will he go with two up front or will he play with um, one as a, ma- as, 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 a, as a main striker and the other as uh, on the wing? Let me just ask you guys, how do you think um, Arsenal would line up under Unai Emery? Okay, the thing is this, um, if, we, if the preseason games are anything to go by, um, I think we've been starting with a 4-3-3, and um, whenever we lose possession, it turns to a 4-2-3-1. Um, so in, that, in such a situation, I don't think um, he will be using two strikers up front. So it's either Aubameyang will be on the left-hand side, while um, Lacazette strikes in. Who is the better striker? For me, it's Aubameyang, all the way. Every day, any day. So, um, Obama and God, I've seen, I'm not not sure we've seen both of them play together in any of the the preseason friendlies. They they play together. I mean, in a a front two. Okay. In a front two. I would, I would, I would, I would love to see what both of them could do. We could recreate um, a situation that looks more like Thierry Henry and Dennis. So, I I wouldn't know. Um... Tariq, what's your take? Um, because um, when you look at um, our preseason games, uh, the coach set out his um, teams as a replica of what he's going to play during the season. Because um, since he knew that season was um, fast approaching, so all the games I played towards the end of the season, towards the end of um, towards the beginning of the season, were predominantly, I believe, players that. He was going to use when season starts because when you look at the team he's up against um Lazio, that should be a 75 80 resemblance of what we are going to turn out against um manchester city because um for me like um most of you guys said and what like what you have already said um i see uh, mustafi um socrates um then maybe natural monreal or anm for then, now um, it's going to be my I still believe um, Leicester should start against Manchester City. Why? Because um, he's experienced, he's an experienced player. He has played with um, 
fast players thing because on that day can't compare the intensity of no, the English on, I know, league on, on, that no, I know. Italian on that day on that day at least he plays Champions League frequently on that day we playing against the uh, in Stalin who we know is a speeder is pista when you check um Arsenal against the Chelsea. We all know what um Odoi, <laughs> what he did to, to We all know what happened. A player like um Leicester would always time his run. We always time when to attack and when to defend. Later on, maybe in the 60, 65 minutes, an Etobelemi can come in <coughs> and stretch so the right hand so side for Manchester if, City. If, if you are the manager, you're going to bench Etobelemi. But for me on Sunday, for me on Sunday. Let's just now start for me. For me, I don't I, know about I, another well, person. I, I, I believe. Uh, I believe. We, well, that's my own school of thought. Really, I believe if we're going to, uh, if we're going to uh, play Man City, I think we should match them for pace. I don't see. I think Misana um, is going to struggle. He's going to struggle against fast-paced players like. Um, like um, Ryan Sterling and um, Leroy Sane. Same way, Belarin also we also struggle for experience, but experience is long gone. We count because there are some there are some tackles that a, a Stephen would not make that Belarin will make. Let's look at last season for example. Most of the tackles that Belarin made that led to um, set pieces that led to goals last season. Many. I'm not saying um, Stephen is um, fallible that he won't. Commit um, errors. errors. He would, but um, a games a, a game of that magnitude. Why look when Ferguson was still uh, the coach of uh, Manchester United? The team he always puts out against Arsenal. How many fast players do you have there? But because he knows that Arsenal is going to come with fast players, skillful players, he comes with rigid players that can easily negate the effect of the fast and uh, the fast-paced football Arsenal is going to play. And at the end of the day, who wins? Even with our Thierry Henry or with our Vieira, we always find it hard playing Manchester United. It's not about matching them for pace to pace. When we match Manchester City pace to pace, but the the key ingredient there, playing as a team, once it's missing, we will lose gladly. We would lose gladly lose, and we will still come back to the same position. Start abusing Unai Mary for not doing the right thing. Well, well, well. He has to. He has to take the abuse. He's the one who sent out the players. And I'm, I, you know, you know why I'm happy for this season. This season is going to um, it's going to expose, it's going to expose us to a lot of things. We are going to see some things that we've never seen before with regards to what Arsenal players are like. You know, several times. Um, would have um, bad performances and you, you it would be so obvious this was on the player and the manager would shoot them. I just hope for his own sake that Inaimere doesn't um, uh, come out with this kind of approach too. If any player is misbehaving, call him out. Let's know. Well, I wouldn't know. Um, him, I, would, I would subscribe I, to that because I, um, I wouldn't want him to go the Mourinho way because um, Mourinho is known for throwing players under the bus. He's known for that. He, he, he really he really takes blame for anything. And like we all know, this is his own third season. If he doesn't do well, good readers to bad rubbish. Well, um, well, the, the, uh, Mourinho is not known to survive um, three to, 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 to spend up to three he seasons. He might, because um, they are not really good candidates on the market. He never can for, sell. Because for a team of... Um, as long as he makes the champions. Exactly, because um, a team of um, Manchester United is a um, magnitude. Um, there are not really much um, big coaches out there.
that can easily leave um, their teams and come to Manchester United. Um, going forward to the game on um, Sunday, what is the best approach? We know both well under Wenger, we we try to play um, the possession football, and we know Manchester City are also very good at that. Do we allow them play the possession football, or we take the game to them? Well, um, what do you think is the best approach to this kind of game? Um, if you are playing possession football, Manchester City plays possession football. Their coach, that's what he's known for. Uh, Unai Emery also his teams. Um, when you watch. Um, Let's, let's, okay, let's, let's, for example, Sevilla is just a bit, a little bit far back. But when, when you look at um, what he does, uh, he did when he was in um, um, PSG. Um, I, at least I watched some of their games um, last season. He kind of he likes possessing. He likes bossing the pitch. He doesn't know. He doesn't care the opposition he's playing against. I watched his game against um, Bayern Munich in the group stage, and I watched his game um, against um, Real Madrid in the knockout um, stage. He possesses the ball. His players, he likes them caressing the ball. He likes them dictating what um, happens with the ball. And um, I think he's, he's from the same school of thought with um, Pep Guardiola. That immediately you lose the ball, you get it back immediately. Because um, I think I have some of their training videos that I watch. The work they do off the ball is kind of much well, training, more. Training is one thing. Deploying what you've learned in training. Yes, that's, 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 that's where I'm going. I said the work they did off the ball is much more than what they did with the ball. Because he knows that in the Premiership, teams are rising up. You have to win the ball back to do to do something with away, it. Away from the training videos we have seen, from the matches we've been able to watch so far, I think um, there's this counter pressing it does that I like so much. Whenever we lose the ball, I hope the field. Um, we have our strikers trying to win the ball back. Exactly, exactly. We have um, Ramsey. That was why I said initially that whenever we lose the ball, the formation turns to a 4-2-3-1 with um, this main striker trying to win the ball, then our midfielders or the attacking midfielders rather getting close to our opponents and all that. And another thing I've noticed is oftentimes we the midfield is always filled up with players, so we we usually force our um, opponents to the, to the, to the, the wing. But in that particular style of play, um, I've noticed um, he likes um, this eye line. Our defenders are always high up the field, and we have which, is are not fast. Us, which is giving us additional problem. It's not about having fast defenders now. Against Chelsea, one of the main reasons why Bellerin had troubles with um, Otzi was because whenever we are high up the field, there's usually this long ball, and then everyone is running, Otzi is beating Bellerin and all that. If we do that against Man City, we will we'll be punished. We'll be so, so what are you advising? We play conservative or no, conservative? I won't say, I won't say play match them man for man. I won't say conservative. I'll just say you should go on. That was then. That was precision. Hopefully we'll get it right before Sunday, and um, that will be worked upon. Of course, if I can notice that, then definitely he himself would have noticed that, and I'm sure would have done something. Would have worked on that. Wow. So um, the reason for the high uh, my bike line is to. Um, the opponents or rather the opposing striker make them offside. Make, allow them to make mistakes yeah. they keep make them make on mistakes the offer and all that because so I think there's another thing get it right. there's another um, thing I've noticed also okay. that is, during our matches um, I think there's a video analyzer who is always on the bench with, um, okay, yeah. with the video um, of course of course. Uh, I think he's known for his video w- analysis watching players and at the end of the game they try to pick holes to, to the games of the player <laughs> to me I would, I would prefer to play Manchester City um, man for man because of uh, if you decide to go conservative, allowing Manchester City to have the ball, 
and you don't have good, fast, um, strong defenders, you're just wasting your time. You can you just defend for 80 minutes, then the next 10 minutes, Manchester City will score three, four goals. They are known for that. Last season, they will play for 90, 89, 90 minutes. When the last three, four minutes, Raheem Salim come from nowhere and they would score. But if you are matching Manchester City, Manchester City, if you are matching them man for man, they win the, they win the, you lose the ball, you win it back immediately. You show them that okay, you can always, you can always play them, you can always play the way they are playing. It gives, it, it gives Guardiola headache. He starts scratching his head. Yeah, plus I think um, Man City might might not have the kind of swagger they had towards um, towards the end of last season because most of, of their players would. So I think we are we are we are playing them at a very good I time and exactly and that. and I'm expecting I'm expecting us to. to that was why I said initially that um, this game went down. It was the, it won't define our season. I was actually expecting um, in Emery to have. Um, to have uh, Adam is um, press this press conference so that we could actually. I think that should be by one or two p.m. Yeah, it should be by one, but as of as of now, it's yet to hold this press conference because there is nothing on Sky Sports about. I see us not losing that game. I see us not losing that. Game. It it would be nice at least um for for some seasons now we've always been very terrible with um, first game of the season. Game yes, of the season. So for a start, I think um even getting a draw in that game. But on um in one word. How do you see that game ending, K? Ah, uh, I would like to sit on the fence, but being an ass now fan, I would say you go probably a winner. Um, I see us playing a two-two draw. Wow, you see that much goal? In yes, I game. see that much goal because because um I think we'll be we'll be treated to a festival of good football. We have we have we have we have the players we have the players play it. Manchester City also has the players play it. We have a Mkhitaryan, we have a Ramsey, we have a Nozi, we have a Zaka, elegant footballers. Same way with um, Manchester City, you have the Sane, Ramsey, um, they have the Sane, Sane, they have the Sane, they have the Sterling, they have David Silva, a very fantastic footballer. So where, so they have so Silva also and Fernandinho, these are good I don't, footballers. Well, Kevin De Bruyne, and, and they have Kevin De Bruyne also. And Real Madrid is also there. He always has, he always, he always plays. We have, we have Kevin well, De Bruyne. We have, we have, we have Emiro Smith. Yeah. I've, I've, I've always watched, <laughs> I've always watched um, Real Madrid against Arsenal. He always plays well. So I think we should be able to counter. Well, of all the games, of, of all the games he has played against Arsenal, he has won just once, and that was no, last season. I'm, I'm, I'm not even talking about the winning now. As in, he plays well. He feels comfortable playing in. Maybe Maris, because of Mar- because of well against almost everybody. Maybe maybe he's against. Maybe he's so because of the kind of kind of. Um, I watch his game very well. While I'm saying he plays well against Arsenal, is because. He plays with this kind of swagger. You mark me, you come, mark me. Come get me yes, that kind of swagger. He what, plays well against Arsenal. When he plays against Chelsea, he play, he's always in destroyer. Playing well does not mean maybe he scores against Arsenal. He frees himself, but against Chelsea, destroyer mood. He wants, just, to kill, he wants to kill them. Regardless of whatever happens, so I just want us to start this and at least put us, put ourselves in a good state. I'm, opt- I'm optimistic about this for the rest of I'm, I'm now, really um, we, we are, we are, we are um, obviously out of time. Um, we have um, uh, three to four competitions that will be playing in this season. We have the Premier League, we have the Europa League, we have the League Cup, oh, yeah, and yeah, we have yeah, the yeah, FA Cup. Yeah, so, do, do we have the squad? Big, is our squad big enough to, pr- to prosecute those games? Um, of course, I feel it's big enough. And for me, what will represent the successful season is if we can manage to win the Europa League and um, the FA Cup, I'm fine. Okay, um, I'm, 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 no, big, no, no squad is big enough. 
it depends on how, like Sadiq says, it depends on how you manage your squad. When you look at Manchester City last season, apart from the first team, what do they have on the bench? They have a Bernard receiver and Fabian Dell. Who else? Nobody. You can, you can, you can, you can have, you can. That's what I'm, that, that's what I'm saying. You can have, you can have. There was a time, there was a time. I've been supporting Arsenal since 1999, 2000. There was a time doing our bad patches that we lost seven players to injury. Seven squad players to injury that we are now, we are now using them. Justin Oite, we use Justin Oite to play and, and Justin Oite in a national team. Imagine. And uh, well, I think um, where uh, Mary might also have issues this season with regards to the squad on who plays and who doesn't play is the midfield. We have quite a lot of talent there. For 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 me, Ozil is a starter. If Ozil is a starter and we have um, Granny Chaka and um, Zaka is also a starter, a starter. Zaka is also so a starter. who plays? Um, now we have, we, have, we, have, we, have, we have two slots because to me, Obama is also a starter. Now we have two slots to be shared to or to be to, uh, between um, Ramsey, Mkhitaryan, Alex Iwobi, Alexander Lacazette, Rios Nelson. I still feel I still feel Ramsey will start ahead of Zaka. Reason being that uh, ahead of Zaka or Mkhitaryan. Okay, ahead of Mkhitaryan. But because personally, Emery said um, he would love. Does he? I think it's so said, I would like to build a team around three. He mentioned three names actually. He mentioned Ramsey, he mentioned Ozzy, he mentioned um, Obamiyak. So if he's mentioning Ramsey, I don't think he will bench. And I will try to like bring a fight. I have to bring out, I'll have to pick an O. I'll make that statement for Lashers because if you are saying you want to build a team around three players. That's the lawyer you call like, like, okay, let's say, okay, like the Yoga will always say that it is the three tripods that would, um, Cook the soup very well. That will carry the pot. That will cook the soup. Yes, yes. If you are building a team on three players, if you like to build a team on three players, if one or the tripod gets missing, the pot will not stand on this. Of course, but that's what I'm saying. So I believe it's. Be I, be, I think. I believe it's um, the press that they, they reported it out of context because I've I've been trying to look at um, the press conference where he said that because the only thing I saw was that um, he has up to like five captains in his no, team. That was, yeah, that was, that was, the, that was the only thing I that. saw where he mentioned. I, I haven't even seen the press conference where he even mentioned individual well, I, players. I know, I know, I know. I read, I read something like that. But then those those claims were not substantial. So 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 because he would have done that on his Twitter page. His interaction with um, I know, really. his interaction with. Um, Fans on Twitter, he would have said something like that on his Twitter page, and I think people have been. People no, have been well, it, might, it, might, it, might, it might not. It might not. Really, people have been wondering really, to stay on Twitter page now. I said it too that he would have to delete his Twitter account. So um, let me put you on the spot. Let me put you. Up. Where do you see Arsenal ending at the end of the season? The top four and maybe two. No, you have to. You have to. You have, you have to give me. You have. You have to be specific because I'm going to hold you to it. At the end no, that's of why I said top so four. So which position? That's okay. why I said top four. Okay. Um, let, let's just say this. Let's make it broader now. Who do you see winning the Premier League? That's a big one. <laughs> I see between Manchester okay. City. Mention mention your top six. Okay. Let me see my top six. Um. In order. In order. As you think. That's what I'm saying. Arsenal might. That's what I'm saying. Arsenal finishing the top. No, don't see Arsenal might disappoint me and win the league. Well, that's, that's not my disappointment and win the league. Okay. I want to disappoint and win the league. Okay, with being objective, let's say um, I see Manchester City retaining the league. Then um, I see, I'm sad to say this, 
I see it a Tottenham. I see them becoming is coming second or third. Okay, if they should come second, I see an Arsenal coming third. Then um, a Chelsea coming fourth. Sarri is a very good coach. He's a very good so coach. Who, who says I see in so Manchester United. No place in the top four for Liverpool. That's fine. Yeah, that's it. That's, 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 that's it. That's it. He's putting on the spot. Okay. This is my own Okay, this is your own opinion. opinion. I see a Liverpool Manchester United slugging it out for fifth and sixth. Forget the players they are buying. There was a time we, we, we all thought Liverpool would win the league. It was theirs to lose. Before that, unfaithful slip from, from, from Gerard. Gerard. Uh, and the Babas come down. Forget. So Liverpool finish sixth. Fifth right? or sixth. Okay. For me, uh, it's either Man City or Liverpool for the title. That's for me. So if it's not Man City, it's Liverpool. Man City, it's Liverpool. Liverpool. First and second. second. Yes, please. And um, for the third. I think I'll pick Mario. Forget what Mario is doing. Forget what he's saying. He's good at that. Mario will be there. Mario will definitely be there. And then I think we'll end above um, Chelsea. Yes, Harry is good, but he's yet to win anything. And his style of play, the players are not used to it at the club level and they are still trying to learn the ropes. That's um, the possession um, player and all that. So, How about Tottenham? And they didn't lose, they didn't lose any player. Of course, but then and if they should um, keep up the tempo of last season, they play as, as if they were. I can even say to me, for me Tottenham, forget the fantastic, forget the fantastic whether, team, whether um, the fantastic um, points that, fall out and, um, the fantastic, fall out of the, the fantastic goal game that Manchester City last season. I think you're going for the Liverpool, Manchester City, first and second. Yes, man, you thought Arsenal fourth, then we'll finish above um, Tottenham. In fifth, so that means we'll be missing out on the, the Champions League. So we'll miss out no, we'll Champions be going for the Champions League. League. Fourth. Oh, we, we'll finish fourth. But if, okay, we can, if we can win the, if we can win the Europa League, we can win. We can win the Europa League. Well, we have a we have a season Europa winner. Yes, we can win the Europa League, and we can even win the. The FA Cup or the I see us winning two trophies this season. I see us. Well, I'm not going to put I'm myself. I'm very upset. I want to put myself on this. I want to put myself I'm not going to put myself on this. I want to put myself on this. I'm not going to put myself I want to. You are winning two trophies this season. I'm very optimistic. I am very optimistic. We have the score to. Because we didn't really lose. We didn't lose any exceptional It's a successful season to me, to the best of my knowledge, is us getting back to the Champions League and winning a trophy. And winning a trophy. I see us going back to the Champions League. Getting back to the Champions League and winning a trophy under Onai Emery in his first season would be to me a successful season. Because we didn't lose any exceptional player at that time. Alright, guys, I really want to appreciate you for coming on the first edition of uh, this podcast. Um, I want you uh, want you to tell the listeners your Twitter and so people can follow you guys. Um, okay. okay, my name is Sodik, like I mentioned earlier. My um, Twitter handle is um, KXtreme, at KXtreme. K-A-Y, then E-X, X as in X-Men, C-R-E-M-E, K-Extreme. My name is Tariq, my Twitter handle is um, I breathe Arsenal 2, the high breathe Arsenal, then 2. Why I said I breathe Arsenal 2 is because um, in my younger ones,
when we are arguing at home, they always say, bros, we always breathe Arsenal. I always breathe Arsenal too. <laughs> That's where the art, I breathe Arsenal too. Alright, thank, thank you guys for coming on the show. I, I hope you'd be part of the subsequent recordings. We'll be so glad to be back when we are invited. If time permits, let's put that in. Let's put that in. Alright, thank you everyone for uh, listening. You can um, download or you can listen to this podcast on our website. You can listen via nigergunners.com or you can go to the subdomain we created for this podcast, um, gunnerhub.nigergunners.com. You can also interact with us via the Twitter handle at nigergunners and um, you can also follow us and follow me. My personal handle is at folumuiwa underscore one at F-O-L-U-M-U-Y-I-W-A well it doesn't matter um, Twitter is, um, case, is, uh, is not case sensitive so you can you can at F-O-L-U-M-U-Y-I-W-A underscore one so follow me and I would um, follow you back uh, thank you guys for listening until we meet again next Friday thanks and hopefully we'll be celebrating Arsenal victory have a wonderful Premier League week